The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This hour is sponsored by Sim Trainer. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Listeners and welcome to this rainy Saturday afternoon broadcast of Shooting from the Hip. I'm Jeff Pedro in with Mark Avery and a special guest, um, use of force subject matter expert, retired Dayton police officer Dave Williams, who's going to join us for several uh, matters today that we're going to discuss. Um, Mark and I are from Sim Trainer, the Dayton area's first indoor range and firearms training center. You can visit us online at sim-trainer.com. You can give us a call at the range at 937-293-3914, or you can come and visit us. Our show, our store is located at 2031 Dryden Road, right across the street from DPNL. We if might have seen Dave around there a few times, yes, too. Yes, and Dave is also, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he's getting to be a regular, um, more probably more so than he probably wants to at times. <laughs> but um, if you want to give us a call here at the studio today as we get into the subjects that we're going to talk about, call us here at 457-1290. We'd be more than glad uh, to discuss with you any of your firearms-related issues and needs. This past week was actually a, a very information-laden week as far as uh, uh, things that we were going to talk about. I want to first of all mention, uh, very important for our listeners to know, that on Monday, December 3rd, um, the Senate Government Oversight and Reform Committee is scheduled to hear sponsor and proponent testimony for House Bill 228. The House Bill 228 is the um, kind of the, the CCW fix bill. Uh, it's to fix the burden of proof and concealed carry modernization, which passed out of committee a couple of weeks ago by a seven to three vote. But they're going to hear sponsor and proponent testimony um, on at 10 o'clock in the morning on Monday at the State House. And if you're interested in attending, you'll be able to do so. And we've had several callers over the the, the last few years who have attended those sessions and been able to uh, get up and give testimony. Um, at the very least, I want to encourage you to go out uh, and um, go and, and urge your, your representative to, um, uh, your state senator, to go ahead and, and support this legislation because it has a lot of very favorable fixes. As I've mentioned so many times over the last several years, CCW became law in 2004, and here we are in 2018 uh, 14 years of evolution of the law, and it's my professional and personal opinion that it's been a law that has probably progressed more in the right direction than any law that I know of uh, that I've been subject to in my 30 years of law enforcement. And by that, I mean, initially when it was passed, there were a lot of things that were confusing, that were uh, problematic. And then over the years, uh, people have come to see that the problems they were concerned about didn't really exist, and they made modifications that made it better, made it easier, made it more reasonable, more made it more in line with constitutional provisions when it came to um, how people can carry, where they can carry, and things of that nature. Mark, you were going to make a comment? Well, yeah. In, in, in my opinion, the fact that we even have to have a license says that we've, we've already gone past what the Constitution provided. So, yes, we're getting closer to getting back to fewer infringements. They're still there. And this bill does a lot to move things back in the right direction. We've got a long way to go. Sure. Dave, I want to bring you into the conversation here. I know you and I have been doing concealed carry training for the same number of years. We were both in on the ground level. Right. Uh, we had a lot of uh, um, input from the beginning. We, we've been doing it the right way. Yes. And um, let me hear your thoughts and how you've seen this evolve and where we're at right now relative to CCW in Ohio. Well, it's, it's like you say, <clears throat> excuse me, there's, uh, there's been an evolution uh, like with anything, there's a, a process to it. So it is getting better. And like Mark said, you know, uh, in a perfect world, there there wouldn't be any need for government interference. Uh, I agree with that completely. Uh, the, the Second Amendment is in and of itself the right to carry. Uh, but there, you know, we're in a position where there are some um, controls, infringement, whatever you want to call it. And those are changing and they are improving. 
um, for the better. Uh, and I think there is a culture uh, that in general is improving throughout the entire country uh, relating to firearms in general and self-defense, that people understand that having a gun in and of itself is not the stigma that it used to be. Uh, and even though some people uh, still we have, and we'll talk about this later on, that being in possession of a gun doesn't make you a criminal, uh, that uh, having that is, is a right, uh, and that uh, the ability to defend yourself, your family, uh, is something that more and more people are taking uh, uh, and taking seriously. Then we, we also see that there are, there's no shortage of people who not only disagree with what you just said, but disagree with that violently. Yes. It's a very, very small minority, but it's also a very loud minority. Yes. And they get a lot more press than they deserve based on, well, based on their complete uh, emptiness of facts. But beyond that, uh, they, they do tend to get a lot more, uh, they seem to be given more credibility than they deserve, right. in my opinion. You know, that being said, Mark, I think Ohio is a great example of how in, in the early years and before concealed carry in Ohio, that silent majority seemed like it was uh, very, very uh, vocal because there weren't a whole lot of opposition people talking. Well, now the vocal and engaged majority, us, we're getting more involved and we're starting to move things in the right direction. I think Ohio is, uh, is a great example. This law and how it's evolved is a great example because it has addressed issues that have pretty much put the kibosh on the naysayers' um, arguments against concealed carry and against gun ownership. Except that you can't convince somebody through logic yeah. out of a decision that they made based on emotion. And that's where these people who oppose all of these things that we're trying to do are based. Yeah. And that goes right to the governor's office. Well, well, I think the best example here in Ohio, Dave, and you know this from people that came to you, early on we had a lot of pro-gunners come into concealed carry because they couldn't wait till that day when they could carry their gun. And that consists, you know, that maintained constant for many years. But what we've seen probably in the last seven to ten years is a lot of people who didn't even think much about owning a gun, let alone carrying a gun and possibly using a gun, have seen the facts, have listened to the arguments of reasonable, rational people like us who present factual data. They also listen to arguments by the, the other side who make allegations and then run and hide behind some slogan or behind some emotionally uh, laden uh, issue. And then they say, wait a minute, it isn't what I thought. It wasn't what I was told. It's something more to that. When I go and I get trained and I get educated and I'm exposed to it, and I practice, I find out that, wow, not only is it enjoyable, not only is it a Second Amendment right, not only do I have to feel a little bit better when I travel around the community that I travel and when I travel around the country knowing I can protect myself because I recognize, again, because I'm listening to the truth. I have police officers on the radio who say that other police officers can't protect you 24-7. Right. Um, they're starting to realize the reality. Well, and the funny thing about this is the word choice is bantied about a lot in politics. But this is really true in what we're talking about here. If you don't want to carry a gun, if you don't want to have that available, you don't have to. Nobody's forcing you. Yeah. And people people are realizing that they can come to a professional place like Sim Trainer and be exposed to it. And we've seen it hundreds and hundreds of times. People that were terrified of guns or totally opposed politically, but they realized that they wanted to go see what it was about. And when they were exposed to it, they realized that it wasn't all the propaganda that they heard. Well, that's, and again, that's the beauty of the First Shots program because it's a very low threat. Right. It's a great way for people to just get over that hump. They may not be at the point of saying, I'm ready to carry a firearm for self-defense, but they've begun to realize what the facts are in the yeah. situation. And with that added information, you lose a lot of the fear. That's the point I was going to make. And some of those people still decide it's not for me, but you know what? I don't mind that my husband has it. I don't mind that my kids are doing this. I don't mind that, you know, he's getting other, he's buying additional firearms. They're going and taking additional training. Now that I understand the reality, as opposed to what I thought it was, it's not for me, but it's okay for the people around me. But and they it, also, they have that information then if something happens and they need to right. either handle or move or deal with a firearm, they'll know how to check to uh, confirm the condition of that gun, how to unload it safely, how to keep it pointed in a safe direction, all of those things that we cover about firearm safety, and which is also why we've seen such a dramatic decrease in the number of so-called accidents with firearms. 
it's normal to fear something you don't understand. And when you come to understand it, then you lose the fear and you can accept it more. Yeah, I was in the, I was shopping yesterday with my wife and I was in the toy gun aisle. Figure that, in the <laughs> toy gun aisle, okay? Um, hey, there's a lot of good ones out there. Yes, there are. There's some really neat ones. So I'm looking around and I hear two ladies coming down the aisle and one of them happens to say to the other, did you notice that, and I didn't catch the name, Joey, Johnny, um, is shown an ex- uh, excessive interest in guns lately? And the other lady says, Yes, and that's why he shouldn't be going to his father's house on the weekend. Now, I don't know what the circumstances are there. I can only surmise. Maybe the two women have little to no experience. The other side could be maybe they had a tragic incident that occurred in one or both of their lives involving a gun. But if I was a betting person, I'd say that they are concerned that little Joey likes the fact that he goes to daddy's house and maybe dad's teaching him how to shoot a gun, he's taking him to a range, talk to him about guns, maybe bought him his first toy gun, could maybe be even it was a just BB, a BB gun, gun, whatever yeah. it was, Airsoft. no matter what the case was. And and there's a lot of that misinformation. It's not the gun. It's the way they're trained, the way they're exposed. Um, it, it's the totality. And that's why I'm so glad. I think we in Ohio have done a darn good job. I know we've done a way better job in the last 14 years than they did in the first 14 years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, although it was different times back then. Sure. Um, there was a lot more acceptability. Um, you know, we've all talked about some of our first experiences with guns and and it was kind of even though we should never assume, um, there was a certain level of assumption. And buddy, I'll tell you, if you what's the old saying? You spare the rod, you 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 spoil, spoil the, child. the child. We knew darn well if we stepped outside the guidelines, not only would we get it on our behinds, but there'd never be another opportunity to go shooting. No, that's and, true. And um, yep. so it was pretty. It was pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, more than half of my first fourteen years were spent in Arizona. So. We did have plenty of opportunities to go out. My dad took me out to go shooting. And in fact, he was on the rifle team when he was in college. So that wasn't, you know, he did have some, obviously an experience, but then moving, we, he grew up in Rhode Island. So that was a little bit unusual. And then when we went out to Arizona and that's where our family moved, we had plenty more opportunities and took great advantage of them. Dave's going to probably condemn me for saying this, but I imagine even in West Virginia, there was a little bit of an orientation towards letting kids have proper supervised involvement with guns. Well, I'm sure that's true, but we actually moved up here when I was about six or seven years old. Mm -hmm. And strangely enough, I really didn't have a big exposure to firearms my biggest exposure was when I enlisted into basic training. Oh, wow. Um, now, we had, there was a friend of mine that had a twenty two rifle, and we would occasionally go shoot in high school. Uh, but Wait for a minute, the most. You said you went shooting in, in high, high school. In high school, yeah. yeah. I know. That's terrible, isn't yeah. it? I probably just made a, an admission that I shouldn't <laughs> have. But, uh, but really. Statute of limitations. The, the, the only time that I ever remember a firearm in our house was during the riots in the 60s. Mm. And my dad brought a gun in the house. My dad was not a, a big firearms guy at all. Mm. And, Mine uh, either. Yeah. And so my, my first exposure really was with a 1911 and an M16 in basic training. Well, that's not a bad place to start. Right. Yeah. All right, we are going to take our first break for the hour, but if you would like to be part of this discussion, give us a call at 457-1290. We'll get you up on the board. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro with our in-studio guest, Dave Williams, for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll tax, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-300-5056. 800-300-5056. That's 800-300-5056. It's time to get your pumpkin on at Frisch's Big Boy. Come on in for that delicious hometown favorite pumpkin pie you crave. How about our new smooth and creamy pumpkin cheesecake? It's so good. 
Or maybe you're wanting to dive into that colossal one-of-a-kind taste of our pumpkin spice caramel cake. All of these incredible pumpkin dessert favorites are handmade from scratch with care. Favorites like these can only be found at Frisch's Big Boy. So you better hurry in and get your pumpkin on because these great pumpkins won't last forever. Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Part of our Ask the Expert weekends. You do know it's 2 a.m., yes? Uh, yeah. And you know you've refreshed that site 15 straight times now. Uh, yeah. And nothing's changing. Same page, same pictures, same posts. So why? I need to find a doctor in my area, but it's really hard, and so I stopped and started doing this. Okay, well first, stop scrolling. Nothing good is being posted this late anyway, and it's social media. This is when the bad comments come out. And second, know that with Anthem, you get access to an online tool to help you find the right doctor that's convenient for you and in network. Oh, that is nice. It is. You know it's not? That picture you just liked. What, what even is that? A picture of cupcakes my sister made. Those are cupcakes? I thought they were meatballs. For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem has a solution, like finding you a doctor who's convenient for you, in your area and network, all through a simple online tool. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of Community Insurance Company. Do you want to get in great shape? Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness. And for the first time ever, you can work out with us for only $9.95 per month with no contract. That's right. Join now and pay only $9.95 per month with no long-term commitment. We have lots of cardio and rows and rows of fitness equipment for a great workout. But this offer won't last long, so hurry and call one of our three Dayton area locations. In Huber Heights, call 237-0409. That's 237-0409 or online at everybodyfitnessclub.com. Temperatures climbing into about the mid-50s as we go throughout the afternoon hours. Scattered showers still continuing into the afternoon and evening hours. By the time we get into the overnight hours, skies beginning to clear towards sunrise 48 degrees and even some sunshine expected for Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News. News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. And right before the break, we were talking about uh, House Bill 228 um, going before the um, uh, Senate Government Oversight and Reform Committee on uh, Monday at uh, 10 o'clock. If you want to go to the State House and participate in what they call sponsor and proponent testimony, we encourage you to do that. At least uh, um, make sure that you contact your representatives and let them know how you feel about this. But the, the fixed burden of proof and concealed carry modernization, as the bill's called, uh, House Bill uh, 228, deals with several issues. Number one, it's going to change the burden of proof from uh, uh, preponderance of the evidence on the part of the person that used uh, deadly force to proof beyond a reasonable doubt uh, by the prosecution, which is how it stands in many other states and which how other criminal matters are handled in the state of Ohio. That's the probably the most... Uh, um, significant uh, modification. The second is the, it's eliminating the, the duty to retreat. Of the three elements required to justify uh, the use of deadly force in the state of Ohio, you have to first of all not be at fault for creating the situation. Number two, have a reasonable good faith belief that um, the individual poses a risk of serious physical harm or death to you or another person. And then number three, you have no legal duty to retreat. And we've mentioned so many times the duty to retreat is vague, ambiguous, and in most cases impractical. And so the law is the, the, the correction to the law is basically going to eliminate that. And as we've talked about with uh, Sean Maloney and other legal analysts in the past, this isn't going to be a case where it's going to cause more people to be involved in, in, in shooting situation. It's just going to make the indecisiveness on the part of a person faced with a life-threatening split-second decision being able to do it when he or she makes a decision that element two is the primary factor, which we've argued all along. When an individual is faced with a situation where they believe their life or someone else's life is in eminent jeopardy, um, they make a decision to act. It's unfortunate they have to determine in the state of Ohio, well, I'm in my driveway versus I'm in my house, or I'm in my brother-in-law's 
car when the carjacking occurs versus I'm in my own car, and it just creates a lot of confusion and indecisiveness. You're between your house and your vehicle parked in the driveway, yeah. and then you have a duty to retreat, and the burden of proof is on you in between those two, but in either one, that is not the case. I mean, that's this will completely clear that up and make it one size fits all for the rule and as it really should be. We, just before we go to the break, I want to mention some of the other elements. It has uh, modifications to the penalties for concealed handgun licensees, fair to promptly inform law enforcement that they're a CHL holder. Uh, it adds a requirement uh, that the hands must be in plain sight unless impractical, and then there's an explanation of what that is. It eliminates the requirement for places that allow concealed carry to post signs prohibiting such carry. It prohibits public housing entities from denying tenants the right to be uh, possessed lawfully owned firearms. It provides a safe harbor for spouses or other unlicensed individuals driving a car that another person, a CHL holder, may have left a gun in from being criminally charged and eliminates the requirement for license holder to carry a second ID uh, while in possession of firearm. There's also two other provisions there. It increases penalties for people illegally buying or selling guns. We have good laws. I have no problem with increasing those penalties. The big thing now, instead of increasing the penalty, is impose the penalty. Absolutely. And in cases Enforce where that they've law. seen that, right. in cases where they've done that, we've seen some movement uh, against people doing it, as opposed to just slapping them on the hand and say, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't make a straw purchase, buy a gun for someone who put them in jail, let people know they've been put in jail for lengthy periods of time, and at the federal level, it's up to 10 years incarceration. Yes, it is. So let's, uh, let's continue to enforce rather than worry about increasing. And then it modernizes Ohio definition of a shotgun to match the federal law. This all came about as the um, manufacturer of the Mossberg Shotwave length of barrel versus length of uh, uh, actual firearm. So there's some other provisions in there that it includes. I encourage you to go out and actually look at the actual language if you're inclined, and uh, but understand what you're you're uh, um, in, in endorsing once you make that endorsement. One of those provisions that you described was that it eliminates the requirement to post no gun signs on places where it is permissible to carry a firearm. Now one would one would say, well, wait, wait a minute. Why would you ever have to post a sign that says no guns are allowed here if it's okay to carry a gun there? Because it was in two different sections of the law when they made certain places allowed to carry a firearm. They didn't change the rule that said these places must post a sign that says you're not allowed to carry a firearm. So that you can be allowed to carry a firearm past a place that is required to post a sign that says you can't. I mean, it, it's just a complete nut nutcase situation in the law. It was something that was missed. It was a technical uh, technical flaw in the last bill. They're going to correct it. But people, some, when, when you explain this bill changes the law to say you don't have to post a sign that says you can't carry a gun in a place where you're allowed to carry a gun. It just like the look that I just got from you, Dave, is <laughs> yeah, was like, good. what? Uh, hey? And what this, th- that provision, just like several others in here, are designed to clear some of the problems right. that the language of the existing law has created over the last yeah, 15 and, years. Yeah, and, and then like that one, it's a technical correction. It's not really a change in the way things have to go, but it removes a penalty for somebody who didn't post a sign they don't need. That's, that's nice. I'm glad they're doing that. All right, we're going to take a break and head out into the newsroom. We do have Randy, who's waiting for us on the phone from Middletown. If you'd like to be on that list also, give us a call at 457-1290. We'll get you up on the board. This is Mark Avery with Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 2.30. I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO News update. Our top story, tributes, condolences, and remembrances continue to pour in from leaders around the world as America mourns the loss of its 41st president, George H.W. Bush. Warm weather rolling in this weekend, but don't get used to it. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. We're still seeing a bit of a slowdown on 70 westbound at Airport Access Road. Just some heavy volume in that area right now. And uh, we have an accident listed in uh, on uh, Miamisburg Centerville Road. That's Route 725 right in front of the Voss Auto Dealership. 
Otherwise, if you're headed south on 75 from Route 40 to Route 35, that 14-mile drive will take you just about 14 minutes. Our top story, tributes continue to pour in in memory of George H.W. Bush. The former president died last night around 11 p.m. Eastern time at the age of 94. The White House flag being flown at half-staff in respect for the former president, congressman, and war hero. From the man who served as the president's vice president, Dan Quayle, I had true affection for the man George Bush. He was a completely genuine, decent, and honorable person. Fox's Jill Nato says former presidents and leaders from around the world are paying respects to the former president whose death comes just eight months after his wife, Barbara Bush. President Trump has canceled a scheduled news conference today from the G20 summit in Argentina out of respect for the Bush family. Well, despite the wet start, we're still seeing a warm-up in the Miami Valley this weekend, but how long will that last? Warm air has moved in and will stick around on Sunday as well. But don't get used to it because by the time we get into Monday, a cold front will have passed by and much, much colder temperatures are going to be sticking around throughout the work week. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag is back with his exclusive WHIO forecast in just a few moments. In Clay Township, a man is in the hospital after exchanging gunfire with cops. Deputies say they used stop strips to end a chase Friday that began when the suspect took off after shooting at the township administrative building. Deputies said he was saying strange things as he was loaded into the back of an ambulance. He wasn't threatening government or police, but they're going to be looking into whether he may have a mental health issue or if he was intoxicated. New Center 7's Kate Bartley reporting. It's championship Saturday in college football in the Big 12 championship game in Arlington, Texas. The number 14 Texas Longhorns trailing number 5 Oklahoma. That game now in the second half, 27-20 is the score there. Later this evening, it's number 6 Ohio State taking on number 21 Northwestern in the Big 10 championship. That one kicks off at 8 p.m. at 3.30. Memphis and uh, number 8 Central Florida square off for the American Athletic Conference championship. And at 4 p.m., number 1 Alabama faces number 4 Georgia for the SEC title in Atlanta. You can see that game on WHIO-TV Channel 7. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag. Temperatures climbing into about the mid-50s as we go throughout the afternoon hours. Now, the majority of precipitation found in the morning, but scattered showers still continuing into the afternoon and evening hours. By the time we get into the overnight hours, skies beginning to clear towards sunrise 48 degrees and even some sunshine expected for Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar. We are now seeing uh, showers pushing into the western half of the Miami Valley. 47 degrees in Huber Heights, 44 in Springfield, 47 degrees in Dayton at 234. I'm Dave Daniels, WHIO Continuing News. Sim Trainer is the Dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility. Sim Trainer is a members only facility featuring 10 individual shooting stalls and a mechanical target retrieval system. Their range is also climate controlled for your year round comfort. Sim Trainer offers both pay as you go and year long individual and family memberships. They're also proud to offer reduced rate memberships for law enforcement and military. Need training? Sim Trainer holds unique and innovative firearms training courses, including the award winning first shots program a concealed carry course and an advanced five course handgun series sim trainer is open monday through sunday check the website sim-trainer.com to find out more or call 293-3914 sim trainer the dayton area's premier indoor shooting range and firearms training facility 2031 dryden road in moraine just across from dpnl online at sim-trainer.com you put in your time you paid your dues. Now don't settle for basic Medicare coverage. With CareSource Medicare Advantage, you'll never worry about whether you have all the important benefits you need. Don't worry. This is the peace of mind you've been waiting for. Be happy. CareSource Medicare Advantage has great features, even comprehensive dental and fitness benefits. And thanks to affordable fixed co-pays, there are no monthly surprises. And best of all, don't worry. Be happy. Now. No worries. Take advantage of hospital, doctor, dental, vision, prescription drug, and hearing coverage in one convenient package. Our comprehensive dental coverage includes dentures, root canals, and crowns. Don't worry, be happy. This is so much more than basic Medicare. 
To learn more, visit caresource.com slash Medicare Advantage. Enroll through December 7th. CareSource is an HMO with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in CareSource Advantage, zero premium HMO. CareSource Advantage HMO and CareSource Advantage Plus HMO. Depends on contract renewal. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin. Always excited to talk about MyPillow since it changed my life three years ago, helping me sleep better than ever. And I'm really excited to also tell you now about the MyPillow mattress topper. Uh, It's so easy. You just put it on top of your existing mattress, uh, adjust the straps, and just like that, you've got an unbelievable sleep experience ahead of you. Now, I know MyPillow has helped me with my neck issues. Well, the MyPillow mattress topper also helps me with my lower back. Uh, No pressure points on my hips when I sleep on my side. I tell you what, I am sleeping even better than before. Well, right now, if you go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code WHIO, you'll get 30% off your MyPillow mattress topper and two free MyPillow standard premium pillows. Now, these are the same pillows I've been talking about for over three years, machine washable, dryable, made in the USA. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code WHIO, or you can call 1-800-320-1481. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we have a caller on the line, Mark. Let's jump right out and see what he has to say. All right, let's talk to Randy, who's calling from Middletown. Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. First, I want to thank you for your excellent program, and especially for presenting this information today. I was not aware of these proposed legislative changes and I'm all in favor of, of that you present it very clearly. I want to draw attention to this simple fact. It's it's, it's a very big problem, but I think most people assume that uh, the liberal agenda, liberal ideology, is primarily driven by the mainstream media. Um, and, of course, anti-gun sentiment, you know, is, is, uh, is related to the liberal ideology and liberal agenda. Uh, in fact, I believe it's the uh, education system where all that stuff really begins and is and is rooted in you know upcoming generations. And you look at how kids in public school are being punished for even so much as drawing guns. And and recently, I read an article where a, a university was handing out hockey sticks for professors to defend themselves against active shooters. Uh, the, people just need to be made more aware of where the liberal agenda and anti-gun sentiment really is being pushed the hardest and, and public uh, the mainstream media is just a reflection of that i think the education system needs to be uh, you know more carefully uh, addressed randy i think that uh, what you say uh, very active or very accurate however i would argue that the the education system is also doing what the media does they're projecting the the ideology of a group of individuals um, around this country and many outside this country who are anti-gun for a lot of the wrong reasons, and they have just managed to get control of um, our educational system and uh, many media outlets to let that be their voice. Because um, uh, when I went to school, I, I just have to tell you, I never heard any of this. Uh, matter of fact, I heard quite the contrary. I had a couple of teachers. Yeah, one you're of them, old. I remember Mrs. Cruzina <laughs> in 1975 or 76 who said she had a gun. I was kind of amazed that she had a gun because I, like Dave, grew up in a household where we didn't have guns. My experience with guns was my grandfather, my cousin, my uncles. And um, I was surprised that that was the case, but I can't remember any of them ever uh, saying that. And you got to know, when, when I was a kid, there were a lot of things that happened. Of course, starting with, uh, I guess, the thing I remember most, the assassination of uh, President Kennedy, um, the, the, the shooting of Martin, the, the killing of Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy, and uh, the, 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 uh, the S- SLA well, incidents but the, and the police shootouts. The, f- the fix that the government proposed for all of that was to make it more difficult for law-abiding people to get guns, which, of course, had no effect on on the, the, the bad things that were happening. I would, Randy, I would tend to agree with you that the education establishment is certainly uh, primarily anti-gun. I would say also that so is the legal establishment and so is the medical establishment. So yeah. these all three of these... Uh, communities get brainwashed at school as they are in their advanced education that it's guns that are the problem. But all of that comes from the government, which government does not want people to be independently able to defend themselves, which is one of the reasons 
why the founders put the Second Amendment in place in the first place. And I would, yeah. I would submit to you that it goes beyond just guns. Yes. That is a matter sure. of overall freedom. Sure. sure. But, but real quickly, as a follow-up, my point is that you, you, have, to, you have to indoctrinate uh, an entire generation beginning at a very young age before you can uh, uh, get a government that is antithetical to, in fact, the principles upon you know, which the country was founded and which the American government for so long operated on principles which today, now we have a generation in government yes, that yeah. uh, you know, is against all those principles. Well, they didn't, they didn't come to think that way and believe that well, way. They never learned it. It wasn't right. taught that way. I mean, basic uh, civics. I remember civics was a core foundational topic from probably the fifth or sixth grade on up through high school, and I think that they've terribly distorted in the places where they even still offer those classes they've distorted history they've distorted sure. what it means uh, to have a you know what our constitution really means and it's kind of been reduced to a piece of paper that some people got together one time and jotted down some ideas and just put it up there and and uh, um, it's stored in a in the Smithsonian Institute well Randy one of the things I think yeah. you're saying is that this is not going to be a quick fix because right. we have to go in and yeah. re you know we have to start at the grassroots level and start correcting the myths that have been put out start with training the young people at from the very earliest ages right on up through what this country is about and what the the principles of liberty were that were codified for us in the in the constitution and bill of rights well, along along those lines we're lucky in the state of ohio that in 2004 we enacted concealed carry because that was a porthole for us to start having discussions about this because prior to 2004, we in Ohio, like people around the country, we weren't even thinking about gun rights and the anti-gun people were kind of having their way with us. Yeah, they right. were, and then they were flying sudden, the radar. And from a point of history, we better, we better remember that we've got to be careful what we ask for because where did the first gun control laws come from? They were after the Civil War yep. to keep freed slaves from having firearms. Exactly. There's and that that uh, racist aspect of our gun control laws is often lost in the discussion. They don't under most people do not understand right. that that's where that came from and specifically why some of the and that's the later where it all amendments started from. Exactly. And it correct. goes counter to their agenda because mm -hmm. that's not something they want to conflict. They don't they don't equate what Dave just said relative to um, uh, trying to kibosh a certain um, element put the kibosh on a certain element of society. Yep. They don't want to mention that. They just want to talk about gun control mm -hmm. in its generic terminology, right? Because well, and gun safety, which of course they know nothing about. Go ahead, Randy. You all, you all have a, a, a really good handle on all these ideas and issues, and I'm just so grateful that you're bringing it out so clearly in, in the public forum. And I appreciate it, thank Randy. You for thank you very today. much for calling us. Yeah, that's that's something that we've said from the beginning that we wanted to do. And like I say, I, I really think that had we not adopted concealed carry in Ohio, um, even though I was I, I may not have even opened the business. I mean, Dave and I, we may not have even right. started because there had been no reason to train people and to address these sorts of issues. And then when I got this radio show, we vowed that that was going to be one of the main goals to do just what Randy mentioned and what we said from the beginning we wanted to do and be the voice, make sure that we research the um, the issues. We've had so many callers. We've had so many contributors like Dave, like Sean Maloney over the years, like um, Tim Schmidt from USCCA who have called in and helped to advance the agenda. And we're grateful for that. And we're glad to be that voice. And we've been, I mean, we're now in our 10th year. We're coming up on our 10th anniversary in May. And we've had probably the greatest audience ever. People like Randy who've called in and shared their views. Um, people who have called in after having gone up to the state house and participated in some of these hearings like the one on Monday and the fact that we have people who are energized and are willing to do what's necessary willing to take the time out of their lives to go support the right to keep and bear arms not just for themselves but for the for others and for future generations we're I mean we're Ab just really blessed one of the main reasons I asked Dave to come to the studio today was there was an incident uh, now a couple weeks old down in Alabama where there was a shooting at a mall. Um, we're not sure the, the specifics around the mall or around what happened, but we know that um, some people inside the mall were involved in a shooting. Um, police officers who were working outside, traffic details and general security details responded inside the mall. One of the officers ended up shooting a, a young black man uh, who, according to uh, all police reports, had a gun. There was some confusion as to exactly what his role in the incident was. 
Um, many people said that he was an innocent victim and he was only shot because he was a black male. Um, he ended up uh, being accused of shooting, who was uh, accused of being the main uh, um, suspect in the crime. And then there was also, we don't know who did it yet, but there was also a stray round that shot a 12-year-old girl. And the reason I brought Dave in, um, there's a lot of issues surrounding situations like this. And since we don't have the facts of the Alabama incident, we're just relying on news reports, I don't want to go a whole lot more into uh, analysis of that until the after-action report is. But Dave... I wanted to talk to you, and I wanted you to address the audience uh, relative to when the police are involved in a shooting. I think our current climate about how the media and, and uh, many people in the public, in, uh, many of our citizens, they want immediate uh, reports on what happens. Well, that leads to some of the problems that happen in this case. And you having been involved in incident yourselves in shooting, and then more importantly, having supervised scenes where incidents are, tell us about that, say, the first hour, the first day, and how you're being overwhelmed by information requests and how you got to go about proceeding and handling something like that. Well, <clears throat> any situation like that is extremely confusing, um, especially if you're involved in it directly. The, um, the things that happen to your body and to your mind are, are really overwhelming. And uh, one of the things that you have to do is try to just process the information. And you may not even really understand what happened. And you may not be able to answer the questions. Uh, the incidents that I've been involved in over my career, even to this day, there are things that I don't remember and that I don't recall. So to try to piece together all that information and to be able to give accurate information, accurate answers, uh, not, not only from the investigative standpoint, but just to answer the curiosity of uh, civilians and the public, um, it's something that you can't do in the short term. So as an individual involved in shootings, that's certainly a, a personal issue, psychological, physiological, emotional things that affect that. But now let's talk about as scene commander where you know that happens because you right. experienced it. Now you yep. respond. You've got officers involved in the incident. You have witnesses. You have victims. And now you have the news media over here wanting answers. How's that? How do you separate that? Well, you, what you have to do, obviously, at that point is as, as a scene commander, you have to try to secure the scene and process that information as much as possible. And then politely and professionally, let them know that, you know, I'll give you the information as we get it. And sometimes, depending on the circumstances, it's quicker than others. Sometimes it's a little more straightforward. Sometimes it's not. And uh, all those situations are going to be different and unique. Do you think there's been a change in the orientation and the, I'm going to use the word pressure, and here we are affiliated with a news agency where news people push police to try to get a story more now than they did 15 years ago, 20 years ago, or has it always been that way? Well, I think there's always been a pressure for it. Uh, it, it strikes me that, and it's been a few years since I've been active in it myself, but um, you know, anecdotally from what I've talked to the guys that are still active and what I've seen, it seems like it's more active. And I think there's more pressure because of uh, all the other uh, outlets that can get you know the 24 7 news cycle yeah the the news cycle the uh social media people they can just post news um uh and videos they'll they'll be able to put it out so there's more pressure just to get an answer right away plus everybody's got a video camera now right. i mean you're carrying yeah. around on your phone so you have a lot of things that get captured in video that never did before all right we're going to take our last break for the hour we'll continue this discussion right after the break uh, this is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip with our in-studio guest, Dave Williams, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Remember in 2016 when interest rates went up? Pensions lost thousands of dollars in value. Don't fall victim when this happens again. You could lose 20, 30, even $40,000 of your hard-earned money. As an associate, you need to learn the facts about your lump sum payment. Join Mike Martinez, the president of the Pension Group, for one of his upcoming workshops where he can help you better understand your pension options. You pick the date, Tuesday, December 4th, Thursday, December 6th, or Saturday, December 8th. For more information about these events and to reserve your seat, call 833-362-4600. That's 833-362-4600. Seating is limited, so call now to learn more about these events and how you can attend. For more than two decades, Mike has helped thousands of individuals just like you make informed pension decisions. Get the facts about your pension Tuesday, December 4th, Thursday, December 6th, or Saturday, December 8th. 
562-4600 or online at thepensiongroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through The Pension Group. Hey, it's 3 a.m. and the ticking clock seems as loud as a jackhammer and instead of dreaming about marshmallow clouds and, I don't know, running with antelopes, you're having night sweats and worried about your parents and their medical bills. They're older, you're stressed, I get it. But losing sleep over a few questions about a medical bill isn't going to help. What will is knowing your parents have Anthem, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield. They provide real people to talk to who can help, right then and there on the phone. It's this really crazy notion Anthem likes to call doing the right thing. So your parents will get the care they need, you'll feel more confident than ever, and those antelopes, well, they're about to get their running partner back. For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution. Real people empowered to get you on the right track so you can rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. To learn more, visit resteasy-anthem.com. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of the Anthem Insurance Companies, Inc., independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. Amazing deals are going on now during Menards' Christmas Home and Gift Sale. Save on Dakota shelving from Menards. Dakota shelving is ideal for bedrooms, living rooms, and kitchens. 11 and 3 quarter inch deep by 8 foot long squared edge shelves are available in six finishes. Right now, only $4.99 each after rebate. During Menards' Christmas Home and Gift Sale. Sale price is good through December 1st. Plus, give the perfect gift this Christmas with a Menards gift card. I made your Stan Seneca of the Dayton Salvation Army. Did you know that every dollar you donate to the Army goes on an incredible journey of hope? It gives children wonderful opportunities to learn, shows the way to good health, provides spiritual enrichment, and of course it feeds 4,000 families at Christmas time. Won't you help us spread hope? Please send your gift today or donate online at DaytonCroc.com. And please remember our red kettles. God bless you. Don't let the cold beat you down this winter. A new carrier system installed by Integrity Heating and Cooling can help keep you warm. Contact us today to find out how our new systems can save you thousands in energy bills. Call 937-603-4935. Visit IntegrityHeatingOH.com or see us on Facebook. Proudly serving the Dayton area with 24-7 emergency service, no interest for 60 months, and an A-plus rating with the BBB. Integrity Heating and Cooling, along with Carrier, turn to the experts. Temperatures climbing into about the mid-50s as we go throughout the afternoon hours. Scattered showers still continuing into the afternoon and evening hours. By the time we get into the overnight hours, skies beginning to clear towards sunrise 48 degrees and even some sunshine expected for Sunday. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. H-I-O. Welcome back to the show. And we only have a few minutes left, and I want to tell you about a, a product that we've been carrying at the range for a couple, a couple years now, and it's Haas Custom Holsters. Haas Custom Holsters are among the best handmade Kydec holsters available, whether for everyday concealed carry or at the range for training and practice. Every holster is made or crafted right here in Dayton, Ohio, with your safety and comfort in mind. I want you to remember that uh, um, when it comes to to holsters, one size does not fit all, and anybody that's carried a gun for any length of time or had guns, if you have anything extra laying in your box of stuff that you don't use anymore, it's extra holsters. But uh, Haas Custom Holsters are built specifically for your gun. You spend a lot of time and thought choosing your firearm, and we encourage you to put the same diligence in choosing your holster. If it seems overwhelming, you can go out to Haas Custom Holsters. That's HaasCustomHolsters.com. Use the contact, contact link, and Andy who is uh, the, the only employee of the organization, but he does a great job getting things done. He'll be happily, happy to answer any of your questions and guide you through the process uh, to find what's right for you. If you have a question on quality or the utility of these holsters, stop down at the range down at Sim Trainer and ask Mark or any of our staff, and they'll be glad to show you the line of holsters that uh, Andy and Haas Holsters make. So again, if you're interested in a good holster, uh, check out Haas Holsters. Come by the range. And the nice thing about coming to the range, if you're thinking about buying one, we'll let you try it on. Try it with one of our dummy guns. Have you empty your gun in a safe manner. Try it with your gun out on the range. See if it's something that you're actually interested in. So you don't go make that purchase online. Then when it comes back and you realize, gosh, it's going to cost me more to send it back. So you throw it in that bin with the other 
uh, discarded holsters, and then it doesn't do you any good. Uh, Andy's been doing a good job, and for, in my opinion, Kydex is Kydex is Kydex, and it comes down to the workmanship of the individual, and Andy does a great job. Well, and I will say that I have one, I have several of his holsters, and the ones that I prefer are the hybrid versions. So it's got Kydex on one side and leather against me. Extremely comfortable and uh, and very durable. They do. He did a great job in putting them together. They're adjustable so that you can make it fit the way you want it to fit. So I couldn't agree more. Uh, come on down and take a look at those. Uh, look, Check out their website and find what fits for you. Dave, I want to take an opportunity now just to thank you for joining us. Every time you come to the show, you add breadth and depth of knowledge. I like your, your expertise. Um, we didn't In 37 minutes, we can't possibly cover everything we want to, so I'm going to ask you back here in the next couple of weeks and talk about some other things. But one thing I'd like you to just let our listeners know is relative to Ohio law, like I mentioned earlier, you are, um, you've been training since 2004. You had a, a long uh, police career. Um, relative specifically to concealed carry, um, is, do we have a favorable outlook or things look uh, rather dim in your opinion? Oh, I think it's good. I think uh, things are developing well. You know, uh, we're moving toward uh, more where people uh, can defend themselves and uh, society looks at it better. You know, the one thing that I would say is anybody that's been to my class, uh, the one thing they understand is that I really uh, urge people to try to avoid conflict as much as possible. Uh, there's, there's a lot of people that get into trouble because they just lose their temper and uh, they let things happen that are unnecessary. Uh, if you're carrying a gun, a any conflict that you get into is an armed conflict. So uh, one thing that I would urge is uh, if you do have a concealed carry permit, uh, be very, very cautious about getting involved in anything. Try to walk away from it. But if you do uh, carry a gun, make sure you understand the law and, and you know when you can and can't do uh, whatever it is that you may need to do. And that's one of those things that we absolutely emphasize in our class, that your first and best option is to escape, if at all possible. Right. Yeah. And yeah. even though the law may or may not in the future require it, or even depending on where you are, may not require it now, it's still the only way you can be sure you're going to get out alive, because you still have a one in five chance of being seriously injured or killed, even if you have a firearm to defend yourself yeah. if you're in that deadly force situation. And, and if you haven't been to Dave Use of Force class, uh, stay tuned. In 2019, I'm going to make for sure to get him on the calendar because the, the reviews are, are very uh, uh, favorable and it's valuable information. The Use of Force class, people, they take that for granted, but it's so critical. I want to spend the last minute just to mention that uh, we still have uh, our training passes available. Our regular training pass consists of uh, the basic handgun class and the concealed carry class in a quarter um, year membership to the range for $200 of great savings. Our training pass plus is probably the best deal we've offered since uh, we've been in business. That's where you get handgun one through five uh, and a full year membership for $500. So for those of you who were thinking about taking handgun one through five and you couldn't quite get the motivation, you're up for renewal. We will let you apply the one year um, range membership, and that's an individual unlimited membership for your renewal, regardless of when that yeah, is. So you it won't extends lose it. It, you it don't extends get, it yeah, for an additional year, year so now. you'll get an opportunity. And the whole idea behind that is we want to make sure people have an opportunity to take advantage of that. Also, take a, uh, take a look at our uh, flyer ads on our website at sim-trainer.com on our great gun deal packages that we're going to continue to offer because they were tremendously successful over Black Friday weekend all through Christmas. So if you uh, didn't get those up front, you may also want to sign up for email list because that gives you the first notice anytime we've got something new. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks, Dave, for being with us in studio Thank today. You. This is Mark Avery and Jeff Pedro for Shooting from the Hip on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.